lawn. At first light, she had bathed in the chilly water of the river nearby. When she finished making her carrying bag that day, she had a larger job to help rebuild her house. It had been a rainy spring, and the houses were leaking. Women and girls built houses with poles made from young trees that they cut in the woods. After peeling off the bark, they lashed the poles to the house frame and covered them with woven mats. At the end of the day, Pocahontas would eat with her family, dipping her turtle shell into the family's stew pot. Then she would curl up inside a warm, dry house to dream. A Watery World What were the bearded men doing? Pocahontas wondered. She couldn't see what she called their floating islands on the great wide river by Werewakamako. The strangers had landed along a river just to the south. Instead, Pocahontas could see the woven fish trap where the Powhatan men and boys caught shad and herring. She could see her uncles burning a tall tree into a trough shape to make a dugout canoe. She could see her aunts and cousins paddling off to gather roots for dinner. But she could see no floating islands. Pocahontas knew that there were many rivers in her father's lands, though and she had heard stories of the great waters to the east. The bearded men had come from there, the messengers said. Come to stay? The winter snows would come before Pocahontas saw one of the bearded men. He would become her special friend, and by the next spring she would know his village well. Unlike her father, she would visit the wooden fortress that the bearded men had built. Pocahontas, the playful one, would even turn cartwheels with the boys there. She knew that these newcomers were very different from anyone she had ever known before. What she didn't know was that they would change her world forever. Jamestown Boy 1608 Standing by the burned-out fort, Sam Collier smiled for the first time since the fire. Walking toward him was a young Powhatan girl. Behind her, men carried baskets filled with bread and deer meat and corn. "'We're saved!' Sam cried as his master, John Smith, approached the Indians. Sam watched as the girl, Pocahontas, placed her hand over her heart in a sign of peace." Her father, Powhatan, had sent these gifts, she indicated. He knew that fire had swept through the tiny settlement days before, destroying almost everything. All but three of the buildings were now just piles of ashes. Food, clothing, supplies, almost everything was gone. Remembering Sam knew that he was a survivor. It was hard to believe all that had happened in the 13 months since he sailed from England. He remembered his excitement, off to discover a new world in Virginia in service to the great adventurer John Smith. There were three other boys like Sam among the 105 settlers who set off in three small ships in December 1606. They were Nathaniel Peacock, James Brumfield, and Richard Mutton. Sam thought of the hard work they'd all done when they reached Virginia, chopping down trees, building the fort, 
planting crops. He counted off the names of those who had died from sickness that first awful summer. Half of the settlers gone. And he remembered his friend and others killed in Indian attacks. Just a week ago, there were 40 discouraged settlers in Jamestown. Then Hope arrived with Captain Newport. The captain had sailed to England to bring back more settlers. At last, he had returned with 80 healthy men and supplies for the winter. Five days later, Sam heard the terrifying shout, Fire! Fire! No one knew how the fire started, but it probably began in the storehouse filled with food, clothing, tools, and gunpowder. As the flames leaped onto the thatched roofs, everything seemed to burn up at once. Sam and the others grabbed.